this like cheeky fun sabotage or like wishy murdery sabotage? Probably somewhere in between if we're being totally honest with each other. The software within will need to be uploaded to the navigation computer of the Brandantian. The pilot of the Brandantian, you know, as Dominique Monu. You have to beat me in a race to see if you're even worth my time. You seem to have some skills with that flight stick. Sparks <laughs> just like palms in the drive, like, you're gonna get better access. Welcome, one and all, to the Die by the Dice podcast. We're an actual play tabletop RPG in Starfinder. Thank you for joining us in our space adventure. I'm John. I'll be the GM for this game. And I'm Brent, and I'm playing Sparks, the Ahsoki mechanic. I'm Jessica, and I'm playing Noemi Dimash, the Lashunta Technomancer. I'm Lisa, I play Kersalvanen, the Vesk Soldier. I'm Tom, I'm playing Lycos 9, the Android Solarian. Lycos 9 and Dominique Munoz are sort of having a post-race max session here. And then are you guys going to just trust it's in Lycos's hands, or are you going to try to do any sort of stealth follow-up or anything like that? Well, I trust Lycos personally. Um, <laughs> that didn't sound like a lie at all. I don't. I mean, I don't see any reason that we would need to follow him. I don't want to see this. No, I'm not particularly interested in watching or <laughs> listening in or in or any sort of that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, It'll definitely think... be more colorful than anything else you've ever seen. <laughs> How do yeah, you know? Maybe because <laughs> I literally glow. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I. I think I trust Lycos to get it done. Okay. You don't have computers trained, though, do you? Nope. <laughs> hmm. I very much misplaced my trust in Lyco. <laughs> so you, you knew this. You misplaced trust in yourself. <laughs> well, maybe we can we can springboard off of this. Like now, she trusts him. We can get on. Maybe we can get a little tour of the ship. True. But I mean, how much computer skill do you really need if the thing automatically installs itself? Didn't the guy tell us that it does that? It does automatically do what it's supposed to do. You know, maybe it's low enough that I can't find the USB port. He's <laughs> just sitting there trying to flip it over or plug it back it's in. It's always the third time. <laughs> Future doesn't have USB-C, apparently. <laughs> Sparks, I can't find it. Here's a picture. That's the HDMI port. <laughs> <laughs> so, hmm. knowing that he doesn't have any computer skills, and this is a computery possible mission, maybe uh, we... He can fly this ship, though. Like, that's... All computers, mostly, right? Like Maybe. joysticks. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say joysticks. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like, can he use piloting instead of computers to try to yeah. get this plugged in? I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> pilot the joystick <laughs> the computer. Look, it's not sleight of hand. You can't substitute it for anything. <laughs> oh, when you try to disarm the only armed creature, that, that feels like it should be a little work. But I digress. <laughs> So, but, I mean, we still have our comms, mm. so if he runs into any problem, could he communicate? Do we know if he could communicate with us? It's, like, would we be able to give him support and help over the comms? It seems like the comms do have station-wide communication, but you're not sure they'd necessarily be secure over okay. the station. Fair. Um, fair. <laughs> what are you guys laughing about? I think Tom has a dirty mind. <laughs> Are you thinking? Yeah, yeah. You're asking if I need help or cheering on, <laughs> considering what I'm about to go do. Coach him through putting the plug in the sock. <laughs> oh, you guys. I swear. Go rock. Can't go. take you anywhere. Go rock. Go. Um, the one who whored me out. You started this. So, 
if Look, we I'm just, needed. I just want to make sure because later on, if things go awry, I yes. don't want you to say, John, you never gave me the chance no, to no, sneak no. behind them and get onto the ship. No, that's fair. So I'm giving you that chance, so it's fair play from my side of things. No, no, no. I think that's fair. Um, my concern is if we try to sneak around, is that just creates more suspicion and more chance for failure. Um, we are not a particularly sneaky bunch. No, especially so. me. I'm going back to the ship. I'm going to get on the guy who's going to do the repairs for us and get that started. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. What's your stop like Sparks? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just Sparks default setting. So. <laughs> but you made a good point about the comms not being like particularly secure. Is there anything I would be able to do to try to make it more so? Like the default comm system is like fairly secure but not airtight. And if it's piggybacking off of another system like you need for greater range something like a ship could have a piggyback comm or the stations usually have piggyback comms but you're in a pirate station so you're not quite sure how reliable that's going to be uh you can certainly piggyback on their system and i've said piggyback like 18 times yeah but that would allow you to <laughs> say it one more time certainly certainly speaks to anyone anywhere on the station but you're not sure who might be listening as a intermediary right, right. everybody well okay so i'm saying maybe we keep an eye on the general direction they go so for some reason we need to rush to some rescue um and then we find a bar nearby where he can get a hold of us if necessary okay good plan i like that plan i knew sparks would be on board with it because you said bar (laughs) it's always gotta be a bar tavern pub those are all bars (laughs) (laughs) they have bars (laughs) okay Nearby the docks where their ship is moored, the Brindantian, there is a bar called the Shipwreck. It seems to be built in a small like frigate or possibly a shuttle, like large shuttle, small frigate, that at least the aesthetic they've set up is that it has crashed into the station here. Make a culture check for me, please, Noemi. 18. You can hear like reedy, woodwindy music coming out from the doors uh, that you recognize as being... Sort of a preferred style from the Han, an insectoid race from within the pack worlds. Do I know if they are particularly hostile to Lushinta or do they work all kind of antennae, like Sheeran and stuff? The Han have no like racial enmity towards the Lushinta. You guys are in completely different homeworlds where you hail from. I'll just say, hey, pre- prepare yourself for some insectoids. <laughs> <laughs> Strange request, but not the weirdest thing I've heard today, probably. So <laughs> I'm as prepared as I'll ever be, I guess. <laughs> All right. So inside, this seems to be kind of a gaming parlor as well as a tavern. There are various different like games of chance being played here. There's like a billiards equivalent that are they're playing. You can see that there are like arm wrestlings going on and other contests of strength. Certainly, a few drinking games happening. Despite the Han music, you don't see any of their species around. There seems to be a abundance of orcs here. Hmm. Most of them grayish skinned, but a few more greenish tinged. And they largely appear to be very drunk, men and women. And they're singing along, making up lyrics to the song that certainly was never meant to be accompanied in orcish. If any of you speak orcish, then you can kind of pick up on the, what the lyrics translate to. Otherwise, it seems to be some kind of raucous party song. Completely incongruous with the lilting, woodwindy melodies from the music of the jukebox. All right, so maybe don't percep- <laughs> prepare yeah. yourself for insectoids. I was so orcs, ready, though. Orcs ahoy. <laughs> oh, 
the main part of the bar is in the hold of the ship, or was once the hold of the ship, which is at about a 30-degree angle. Uh, and there are little stairs going up the slanted, what was the floor is now sort of a semi-wall, semi-ramp, with like cargo containers that have been built out into like raised levels, tiered levels. And then there's a gantry which has been disconnected and then set flat above you. So it's like a two-story, mostly open floor plan bar. And behind the bar is an enormous brain, like a three-foot diameter brain that's just floating there with this small, like almost atrophied body kind of dangling below it, uh, which you can occasionally see will move its wiry arms or legs. And the drinks and mixers seem to kind of lift themselves up and are served telekinetically. Can I do a life sciences check to see what this is? You may. Not 20 for 35. Okay. Uh, these creatures are contemplatives, a race of beings that have long ago beyond, evolved beyond the necessity for their physical bodies, which have largely become vestigial now, uh, as their brains became more and more powerful. Uh, they are powerful psychics and move via telekinesis. Do I know if they're able to uh, read others' thoughts without, I don't want the word permission, but are they able to kind of read people? They can, yes. Okay. So, keep your thoughts clean. No promises. <laughs> now immediately you're like, all I can uh, think about... Oh, puffed marshmallow man. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender's like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> Just let the old exo cortex thing think for me for a while. <laughs> Alright, do you guys get some drinks or get some food or play one of these games? I'm not going to play any uh, games of strength, that's for sure. And, yeah, um, don't look it, at me for that. And it's not it's not my money, so not exactly my forte. I, I probably plan on kind of just picking a, a quiet table away, you know, be unass- as unassuming as possible. Okay. Mm. Um, I'm going to walk over towards the bar and to test my theory, I'm going to think with my exocortex, like I want a beer, I want a beer, I want a beer, I want a beer. But Sparks is thinking about something else. Okay. Basically, trying not. To make brain jokes. I guess make like, a will save. Okay. That seems the appropriate uh, thing here. And not a spell like ability or whatever, right? No. This is I'm just using will save as a stand-in for like your mental fortitude here to, to try to think two different mm. thoughts at the same time. Uh well that is like like that's the function of the exocortex. That's just like what it does. Mm-hmm. But uh fifteen if it matters. Okay. So as you approach the a psychic wave comes over you. What would you like? How can I help you? It works. Uh, well, a beer, please. I've been drinking a lot of the Vesk stuff lately, but probably switch it up a little. What do you have? We have a light spiced ale from Akaton. Oh, no kidding. A thick, viscous, ickery stout from all the way out in Actarin. The first one, please. <laughs> I don't know if ickery is ever going <laughs> to... Describe something I'm going to enjoy. So, it appears to be an acquired taste. I, I bet a bottle of uh, pale ale from your homeworld. Mm-hmm. Uh, you recognize the label on it. Uh, floats up from behind the bar and cracks its own cap, hmm. and then floats over to you. I assume this is like appropriately sized for for Sparks since it's from Akaton or whatever. I mean, yes, it is. Uh, Better make it two. <laughs> Oh, did you want anything, Captain? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try one of those. 
Three, please. <laughs> All right, two more float over to you, as does a small, basically, credit terminal. Oh, okay. So you basically just swipe your credit stick and pay for the drinks. Okay. Uh, it's 10 credits for the lot. Sure. All right, so you guys are try- trying to keep a low profile while you're here? Seems like it. All right, go ahead and make a stealth check for me. 14. 27. I feel like this is going to turn into, like, every time I've ever been to, like, a raucous bar in PB. <laughs> like, some guy comes up and... <laughs> urged to tell you a story. <laughs> oh, my God. I bought you a drink. God. <laughs> right. You catch a very peculiar-looking creature walking over towards you, seemingly with purpose. Okay. Can I do a life sciences check? You may. I'll describe it as you're checking. Don't tell me your total just yet. Okay. It stands about... Five and a half feet tall and has pinkish flesh with bright yellow and violet like spiny tendrils coming from its face and top of its head, uh, as well as the tips of its fingers. It has a robe that looks almost like monastic, but you can see some armor plates within its construction. I'm concerned. Is this like a dog that you're trying not to describe by saying it's a dog? Or is it more like... It basically looks like a banana slug person. Okay. Uh, here is a picture. Oh my. It, yeah, that's... Hmm. hmm. All right. And what was your life science? 30. All right. Uh, they are Osharu. Otherwise known as banana slug people. Uh, their culture keeps like religion and science as one thing. So a lot of them are either mystics or technomancers. And they kind of see both as one and the same. Uh, they're susceptible to salt. It actually uh, harms them and hail from like a freshwater homeworld. Understandable. You know, they can also uh, excrete, <laughs> excrete slime at will. More importantly, can they stop at will? <laughs> <laughs> the Osharu comes over and says, Greetings. Are you sufficient with your beverage? Uh, yeah, I think we're fine. Thanks. Oh, well. And I'll turn and like just start talking to Sparks mm. about... So anyway. <laughs> and so I am rebuffed. And he says out loud and then turns. After all that. I feel bad for him now. We, we could get him a margarita with yeah. salt. No. That culturally insensitive. No. I'm sorry. I'd be like, hey, I got you a drink. It's a margarita. And there's glass shards on the rim instead of. Oh, good. Oh, thank you. Ah. Okay. With definitely not rat poison on her. Well, I'm, and I'll, I'll say to, to Sparks, I'm, I'm glad they're not a very aggressive race. <laughs> that could have been weird. It, you're right. Yes, it would be weird. Uh, let's flash the curve real quick. So you have made it back to Tartraxia. You told him to start working, right? I did. You were there last? Okay. You actually find him on the outer hall in a vacuum suit along with a number of his crew working on repairs on the ship. There's a little, like, calm frequency that's on a piece of paper taped to the airlock as you approach the ship. I will patch myself into the calm channel that he left for me and ask if there's anything he needs from me. No, this job is going along pretty swimmingly. Uh, I mean, the construction's a little bit different, but it seems to be taking our repair materials just fine. I had one of my specialty techs taking a look at your sensor array. It's going to take some work. It's gotten pretty beat up, but... I think we can help you out there. Appreciate your hard work. How does the fact that it's a living ship like affect the repair process? Do we know at I all? Think this is I the first time we've had to do it, right? So. Yeah, I mean, without it doing by itself, I think it, they're more like helping it along. Mm. That's my theory anyway. It's yeah. a slightly different process. There's other things you have to con- take into consideration, but a lot of the repair materials are kind of this 
like universal nanobot things that kind right. of join in. Okay. So it's able to rejoin and integrate just fine. And I never asked this before, but how like weird is a living ship? Is that like a thing that happens a lot or uncommon but not unheard of? Okay. Alright, so several hours later, hmm. Lycos nine. You awaken Good in for you. <laughs> you awaken in a strange room. Uh a little your head feels about a size too small. Uh there were a few more drinks between the end of the race and presently. Uh you are naked in a bed you don't recognize, and looking over, you see the form still sleeping of Dominique Manu. Uh she is snoring quietly, splayed out like lengthwise across the bed. Alright. I gently extricate myself from the bed and attempt to put on my clothes. Alright, make a stealth check for me, please. Twenty-nine. All right, that will be sufficient. Dear God, I hope so. Uh, you can't seem to find your shirt or your socks. But I have pants and shoes. Yes. That ain't good enough. <laughs> All right, so I kind of try to quietly let myself out. I assume I have no sense of direction on the ship right now. The exact route from the docking arm to Dominique's quarters are a little fuzzy. You were kind of otherwise occupied during the trek. Yeah. But you have a vague sense of the way out. Okay. <laughs> Do I have a vague sense of where I need to go to plug this thing in? Uh, I'll let you make a piloting check to get an idea where engineering might be. Twelve. Uh, you're not sure? Actually, you can make it to engineering or the bridge. Either would be appropriate. Uh, but you'll probably have to wander around a little bit, see if there's a ship map or some kind of direction. I'm going to head towards engineering. I just have a hunch that might be a little bit less populated. Okay. Go ahead and make a survival check to try to find your route. Nine. Okay. Walking around, you find a... Oh, and just before, I get, obviously he's trying to be, like, stealthy. So, if he, especially if he hears anybody, you know, he's trying not to get, like, caught or seen. Especially if he's, like, wandering towards engineering. Okay, go ahead and test stealth and perception, please. Stealth is going to be 25. Perception is 9. <laughs> I have no sense of my surroundings, but hell if they're going to find me. Going down a flight of stairs between tiers... You hear boots and conversation coming in the opposite direction. Uh, they're speaking in trade speak and seem to be talking about a, a lead for a potential score. Okay. Um, if they're heading my direction, I try to find a place to duck into or just be out of sight. Okay. All right. You duck into, or actually, tell me where you. What do you find? I'm just in a corridor. You're in this, like a stairwell right now. All right. Um, assuming that there's some kind of like ductwork. Uh, Lycos just kind of uses his Solarian abilities and just kind of shoots up into the ceiling and is kind of hidden amongst like the pipes above everyone above their heads. Okay, a pair of humans, one in kind of a garish orange and green, the other in a much more tame like earth tone, kind of brown and gray, uh, are talking. Uh, they pass beneath you without noticing you. Once I can't hear them anymore and I don't hear anybody else coming, I drop back down and kind of keep trying to find my way towards engineering. Okay, one more stealth and one more perception from me, please. All right, so same perception, nine, and my stealth is going to be 18. Okay. All right, you somehow managed to f make your way to sort of a maintenance corridor. Uh, you feel you're on the right way, but it's, like, tight, compact. There's a lot of pipes and, like, air ducts, water ducts, big electrical bundles. The whole area hums with electromagnetic interference. And you see a hatch about 100 feet in front of you go from red to green and... Like the seals on it, click open. All right. I dive into like a, a, a kind of a patch of the piping and whatnot so that, that can kind of conceal most of my bulk and kind of try to squeeze down as much as possible. All right. 
a small gnome actually comes in. Uh, you can see she's decked out with a number of like wrenches and tools hanging off of a vest, like a webbed vest that has like almost a mobile toolkit on it. Uh, she moves by you whistling a little tune as she goes, uh, but doesn't seem to notice you. Okay. Again, once I can, uh, once she, her song, I guess the whistling kind of fades into the distance. I make my way towards the hatch. I'm okay. assuming that's, that seems to be where engineering is as far as I can tell. Yeah. You turns out to be a pretty good guess. Uh, you find yourself in engineering Inside, there are a few chambers. You can see two doors leading to, like, that are marked uh, power core, primary and secondary, as well as aft shield generator and a few other little more technical diagrams that you don't recognize offhand. All right. So I, I kind of pull out the device and kind of look and see what the head of it looks like for in terms of a plug and then just try to find another thing that looks like that to plug it into. Okay. It's a, it's a fairly standard data port. Uh, you'd likely have to find the right system more so than, like, the appropriate plug. The USB comparison was pretty accurate. Okay. <laughs> I attempt to find the right system. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a engineering check. Can I make that untrained? Uh, you cannot. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to have a relevant skill for this. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> then go ahead and test perception to see if you can find a marker or diagram. 14. All right. So searching around, uh, you don't find anything, and then you hear a... Uh, just trying to give her my mixtape. <laughs> this is where I parked my car. <laughs> I want you to find a helpful little diagram. Should you be trying to <laughs> sabotage <laughs> this vessel? <laughs> follow steps one through five. <laughs> you don't find a map or schematic or anything, um, but you do hear like a shh of a hatch coming open and like a metallic like clinking of many feet. All right. Um, I'm assuming there's not going to be a lot of places on the floor. Could I pull myself up into like the ductwork above again to squeeze and maybe be out of sight. Yeah, give it a shot. Make another stealth check. Fuck. 13. <laughs> okay. There's a little leg dangling. <laughs> I say I'm holding my breath, but I don't need to breathe. <laughs> You're like cronk against the wall. like. <gasps> a creature move- walks into the chamber that looks kind of like a metallic pill bug, like right. rolled up, but with about a dozen legs coming off the bottom side and a number of red glowing eyes on the face of it. You don't have engineering. Do you, you can make a cultures check because you have that. You can do untrained. Uh-huh. 24. Okay. Plus I actually have culture. You you actually have it trained? Yeah. Oh, neat. You recognize one of my class skills. You recognize an anasite, the metallic residence of the innermost planet of the Pact Worlds. Uh, they are artificial creatures, but completely sentient. And as you are kind of nestled amongst the ductwork on the top of the room, it directs some of its red eyes up, up at you and says, Quarry, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> you had a good run. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lycos. Nine. Expounding. Where are you from? <laughs> Life story, go. <laughs> oh, that's a really deep question. Where are any of us from? No. <laughs> Absalom Station. Quarry. Why are you hiding on the ceiling? I was lost and realized I was in a part of the ship I may not have may not have been appropriate and panicked. All right, make a bluff check. <laughs> or it's only like not entirely. Diplomacy? Can I diplomacy that? Seventeen. It also has a minus against me. <laughs> like a minus two. Because you're real, real good at bluffing. No, because I'm really hard to read. I have an affectation. Ah, uh-huh. but it's also. 
Does that make it better? Does that make it better or worse? That I don't know. It's artificial. Yeah, but it just it, it just I have a flat affect. So I have my sense motive against everyone else is also increased, but everything else has like a penalty of, my, of two against me. So you know, stuff sucks. But request, please come down from the ceiling. I drop down. Okay. Now that you're down, you can see this thing at its top of the torus is about four and a half feet tall. The kind of main donut body being about a three foot diameter. Further query. Who vouched for you? Dominique. Judgment. Typical. (laughs) (laughs) Dismissal. It would be best if you were to go. Agreed. Query. Do you need directions to the docking arm? Yes, please. I'd like to not get caught somewhere else in the ship that I'm not supposed to be because I can't find my way out. The next person might not be as uh, understanding as you. Boast. Few are. (laughs) It walks over to one of the consoles. From its donut body, a flurry, like a half dozen small metal tendrils emerge and plug into various sockets. Uh, A moment later, there is a a little click and a small metallic plate pops out. Uh, It grabs it with a few of these tendrils, disconnects from the console, comes back over. There's a laser etched map onto the little bit of metal and... It hands it to you. All right. So I look at it. Is it basically the layout of the ship? Uh, it's just, yeah, it's a... It's not like rough, I'm assuming, but... It's a partial ship schematic with a arrow directing you towards the way out. Okay. Uh, thank you. And I start making my way out. But looking at it, does it give me any details that are potentially more helpful than what I had? It shows enough of engineering for you to recognize the drift engine. Which is where I would need to install this? That's right. And how far away from where I am is it? It's fairly close. It's one tier down, so the opposite from the direction you need to go. And otherwise, it's almost directly below this chamber. Okay. So I start making my way out, but I'm trying to keep an awareness of uh, where the pillbug robot is. Okay. Um, if it's like clearly kind of following me, escorting me, then I, I'm walking out. But if it gets to a point where I'm also kind of clearly alone, I try to see if there's a way I can kind of covertly, even if it's like crawling up slowly in the ductwork or something, maybe not that slowly, but see if I can kind of cut around and get back out to the where I need to go. I thought I hit the up button on this elevator. Yeah. Silly me. <laughs> this isn't where I parked my car. <laughs> All right. It doesn't seem to follow you, follow you out of the engineering room you were in. Uh, make another stealth check to try to make your way. 26. Okay. It's not rolling any more threes. All right, you make it to the drift engine and are able to find a data port on it. All right, so um, I plug the data port in and then f- like I have to, it's like a minute or something, right? Yeah, once you plug it in, a small like LED on the back of it begins flashing amber. Now, it's not a particularly conspicuous light. There's lights all over this console. Uh, this is just some sort of progress indicator or something like that. Okay, is there any place nearby where I can potentially kind of like scoot in case somebody walks in that I'm not like just standing over the console? Yeah, there's a few, there's like a, you could try to tuck yourself up underneath one of the like the side consoles, or you can kind of get within the workings of the engine itself, or uh, try to get on top of it. I'm going to go on top, just because I want to make sure I can keep line of sight on the indicator. Okay. Um, so that way when it's done, I can just grab it and get the hell out of Dodge. Okay. You begin hearing voices, or a voice, coming down the corridor, and then the door to the chamber opens up. And in comes a guy dressed in 
just a like station wear. That's a like, simple like jumper. Uh, he seems to be talking onto a combud in his ear. So yeah, you wouldn't believe what we've been seeing on station lately. Just the the disregard for basic human decency. It is next level. I can't even explain. It's just something you have to see. I can't wait to bring you out here. The spectacle. Amazing. So let me tell you a little about these fight pits. Yeah, at the bottom of the hound's tooth, there's a fight ring. And this is something like on Eox. I didn't think that they'd allow this in Lost Harbor, but who boy, either the higher ups don't know about it or they don't care, or maybe they're spending money too. But if you've got a unlicensed knife and a love for bloodlust, then that's the place to be. Uh, so he basically seems to be recording a comm message to somebody. Uh, he continues on in this fashion. Uh, the light flicks from amber to green after about another 40 seconds. All right. Well, I, I wait to see how long, I mean, I guess I, I wait to see how long he's going to keep going. Um, mostly I'm waiting if he doesn't leave, uh, I'm mostly waiting to see if he reacts to the presence of another light he may not recognize of, at which point I'll react then. If he doesn't seem to notice the light and eventually prepares to leave the room, then I'll just wait. He doesn't seem to have noticed it, but he does find on a cabinet, uh, a toolbox and begins opening up one of the consoles and performing some kind of maintenance on it. It's not the one that you're... Okay. Device is plugged into, but it is still within the room. So when he starts, okay. So when he starts to do that, is there kind of a, a an opportunity to potentially grab the device out? Yes, you'd have to. I mean, it's gonna be like I have to roll a twenty type of check, or is it like you know his back is turned and I can slink my hand down and his back is turned, but you would have to climb off of the drift engine. What would I gauge my chances of, like, is this going to be, like, a hard thing? Is, like, is the door open? Could I potentially grab it and slink out? The door's still open, yes. Does this look like a hard check? Uh, yeah, I'd say it would be challenging. How big is the room? The room itself is about 20 by 30. Let's see if I can make a noise to distract them, but sound big enough. And coming down to be... Coming down to grab the device is the same check as just grabbing and leaving right it's not gonna be that different at that point it'd be one stealth check for the whole shebang yeah yeah but in terms of um even uh, i'm partly trying to have lycos gauge how difficult he thinks it is by getting down that's the in grabbing the device that's the majority of the work right like it's not going to be easier to just grab the device than it would be to grab the device and get out right so he seems he definitely seems like he's going to be here a while that's correct there's not like engine grease around me right that i could smear on myself I mean, kind of, but that seems like that seems like it make things harder because now you have slick hands you're trying to climb down with. Well, more the idea is, is more the idea is is Lycos looking a little bit less like himself. Should he get spotted and then basically just run, which is what he would do? Okay, that it's less like the android. <laughs> um, the more like you know, if he's just I don't know, messier looking or something. Gotcha. Uh, there's not enough to disguise your android nature. You could be a, like a greased-up android. <laughs> that's what you're going for. Grab but. that greasy android. <laughs> you can wait him out. Well, he he also if he's working on the consoles, he might discover it. Then just act like you're like. <laughs> not me. The device. We'll take the device. <laughs> that's what this whole debate um, has been about because once I come, it, yeah. well, once I come down, um. 
I might as well just grab it and run. Uh, fair. Because it's basically, I mean, John may adjust the DC, but it's roughly the same thing. I'm making one check for the whole thing. Okay. But it's the, as he put it, kind of challenging. So, like, if I roll a five, I'm just trying to figure out my escape plan. Fair. And mitigating, you know, making this complicated. Would they know? All we were tasked with, right, was... Plugging the device in. Did we have to? Oh, but we had to bring the device back. That's right. We have to bring the device back, and they're not supposed to know something happened. That's right. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So you said the room was about twenty by thirty. Yeah. If is there enough stuff where, like, if I was able to create a sound, that it would give me more of a like an advantage. Yeah, like just like something where like, he's not necessarily like where he could immediately turn around and see me, but is more like on the other side of the engine or something. Yeah, you might be able to get partial cover from the corner of the drift engine, but he's about as facing away from you as he's going to get right now. Okay. That's more where I'm just trying to figure out if there's any other way to kind of increase my odds or not, but all right. I'm going to have to just go for it. <laughs> I believe in you. Nice. 20. Woo. All right. Not terrible. So as you remove the drive, you hear him go, Gotcha. You're going nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) You're in the tractor beam. (laughs) Uh, Classic music. Classical music. (laughs) All right. So as you take off, you hear him go like, what? what?" But you're already out. Yeah. Make athletics to try to just sprint your way out. Or if you want to try to go sneak again, make stealth. Okay, so uh, first things first, I deposit the drive in my little quick-release sheath. Okay. <laughs> that way, if they search me, I don't have a freaking drive. <laughs> um, and that's on, like, your shoulder, you said? You know, it was really, like, unclear where my upgrade slot was and how that came out, so I've just been kind of picturing it kind of in my shoulder. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to be more sprinting, and I'm going to use my um, gravity boost. Okay. It gives me a bonus for swim, jump, and climb. I'll allow it. I mean, just, I mean, I'm probably going to be, like, running upstairs and stuff, so he's giving himself an advantage and just trying to get out at this point. Sure. I'm mostly sprinting to get out of the areas where he he's the most likely to be suspicious. Once he's back up to about the quarters area, uh, then he'll kind of the okay. not walk and even kind of maybe swing by Dominique's just in case, because if I can reinsert, then it does You did that one. I had nothing to do with it. I said it not meaning the dirty thing, and then it went... <laughs> This sounded bad. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. 24. Okay. You're running up the stairwell. You're getting close to about where you started coming down this way from. And then as you're about to go through a door, it opens from the other side and you you can make an acrobatics check to try to avoid colliding with someone. 18. All right. That's good enough. You leap out of the way of a human with like a coiffed blonde locks and a very like imperial looking kind of naval uniform on. And he says... And where are you heading in such a hurry? Also, who are you? Came here for a night of fun with, uh, uh, sorry, the name's escaping me right now, but I got lost trying to find my way off the ship. I got given this nice schematic to help me out, and I'm just trying to get out of here before I I got turned around. I was kind of drunk. All right. uh, Make bluff or diplomacy. Uh, 18. He says, we'll have some measure of decorum, man. This is a respectable ship. Yeah, that was part of why I was trying to get out of here quickly. I can't find my socks or my shirt. It, I'm sorry, this is super awkward. I'll say. <laughs> well, we shouldn't have any collisions in the halls. We're not at emergency times. No need for running. Uh, I, yeah. 
Noted. I, I, I will be more careful on my way out. I, I'm going to slow down. See oh. that you do. Dismissed. And mm-hmm. sort of waves you away and continues the way he was going. All right. So. That was the captain. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so Lycos carefully makes his way out of the ship. Okay. Uh, you aren't bothered further on your way out. And you're now uh, back in the Lost Harbor proper. Half clad and <laughs> I was gonna say shirtless. <laughs> you better not go into any establishment. But I have my pants, which means I have my dignity. <laughs> if I don't you know, we don't know if they have a no shirt, no shoes, no service rule. If you were Winnie the Pooh in it, man. <laughs> <laughs> shirt cocking it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Once I get out, I activate my comm. Uh it's done. I'm heading back to the ship. And I just make my way back to our ship. Okay. I guess we'll go there, too. Eh. What state are you guys in at this point? It's been a few hours, you said? How, what yes. should we roll? Like a... Probably a four D, to two. D4? <laughs> no, I'm just seeing how many drinks we've had. D4? D6? Oh, uh, it's up to you. <laughs> what do you think? I started with two, so... <laughs> so a D6 for you and a D4 for me? Sure. I've had four, and we've you have... had four. We have also had four. I am way more drunk than you are. <laughs> well, maybe not, because you're like... Oh, that's true. They're like little tiny yeah. Yosoki beers. Wait, are you drinking the same thing yeah. still? Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I'm probably good, you know. We're both good. They're closer to like those mini Cokes as oh, far okay. as size goes. So and I've I really had like two beers. Sparks has been drinking Vesk beers for like months at this point, so <laughs> this is probably is like... nothing. <laughs> My tolerance is through the roof. So we're feeling good. Okay. We're happy, but not annoying mm-hmm. to us. <laughs> we might be annoying to other people. Sparks is permanently annoying, I think. <laughs> Do you meet like this back on the ship? Yeah. I mean, when we hear that it's done and, and he's heading back, we're like, oh, okay, settle up the tab and, mm. and head back. Yeah. Okay. So you, make, you all make it back to the ship. You don't really have a change of clothes there. I have armor. We can get yeah. him a set of clothes. Yeah, Maybe I mean, if you if you let us know, hey, could you pick me up a shirt? And socks. And socks. We can pick you up a a shirt and socks it's gonna be like a cheesy souvenir shirt like <laughs> i went to where it was lost a, harbor the lost harbor and all i got was this stupid t-shirt or no i went to lost harbor and all i managed to steal was this stupid t-shirt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it, do they have novelty t-shirts there yeah uh so yes the one you get says it's on the back it says pirate's booty and it has an arrow going down <laughs> Awesome. This seems appropriate. I love this. <laughs> You're welcome. You can always buy another shirt. <laughs> With what money? Sparks. <laughs> Just like to remind everyone, we are always looking for fan art if you feel like drawing. <laughs> <laughs> like us nine's pirate booty. <laughs> I already had that today. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Are you going to head back to uh, Grumtumbo Lumis now or... Um, yeah, I guess we might as well, right? Yeah, I think the sooner the better. Mission accomplished? Mission accomplished, and the longer it sits there, the more I worry that it it effects will will begin, yeah. and they might start being sort of more suspicious. So yeah, We still don't know specifically what it did, nope. right? Okay, well, better not ask. You guys are the ones that want to give up memories. <laughs> okay, so you make it back there. The uplifted bear, who is serving as like bodyguard and security... Kind of gives a chuckle. <laughs> what are you wearing? You lose some things when you try to accomplish missions and you got to make do with what you got. And unfortunately, my crewmates have terrible taste in fashion. 
<laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, walk of shame is taking a whole new meaning. <laughs> so he brings you back through the gallery and into Grumtumbo Lummis's like private chamber. Again, Grumtumbo Lummis waves away his muscle, uh, who gives a respectful nod and then closes the door behind him. Were you able to accomplish the task? Yes. Please show me. And extends a handful of tendrils towards you. He's wanting to drive, right? Not my head. That's right. right. He can extract memories. It's not an absurd question. Um, I eject the uh, thing from my quick-release sheath and hand it to him. Hmm. That looks handy. We has been. We will consider such a adaptation. And he plugs in the drive. A little dialogue window pops up on one of his screens. And he says, Excellent. Job completed. And now for our part of the bar. They press some of their tendrils against the, the console and a safe raises out of the ground. It seems to be gene-locked to Grumtumbo Lummis's varied DNA patterns and as the door opens you can see a grapefruit sized iridescent pearl that they take out and hold forward in a number of kind of long suckered fingers I'm presuming that I'm the closest since I handed the drive over I'll take the pearl will the pearl fit in Lycos 9's quick sheath what's the capacity on that because if not it's going in your cheek going in your I need to double check it. I know it carries weapons and stuff, but everything else we've been dumping has been pretty tiny, so I wasn't concerned. It's probably like a cubic foot or something like that. If it's one bulk or less, if it's one bulk, you're good to go for it. Otherwise, you're putting it in your cheek pouch. So it can hold a one-handed weapon of no more than light bulk. Okay, so this would be too big for that, though. Okay, Okay. cheek pouch it is. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Or like a flash drive, we're going to... Tax it. Are, are you okay with that, Sparks? Just and it's like a huge jawbreaker. <laughs> it's only grapefruit size. I mean, we have backpacks. <laughs> no, but I feel like this is safer. No one's gonna go reaching in your mouth. That's probably true. All right. Yeah, sure. Well, if they know there's something good in there. <laughs> yeah, hang on. This thing isn't like radioactive or anything. No, right? it's... Like it's been in a black hole. You said or something like. What that? about your prison pouch? Black hole adjacent. <laughs> you hear like what I said? grapefruit sized, right? <laughs> <laughs> Cheek pouch, sure. What? Hi, you. Grumtumbo Lemus looks at you and says, All right. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're not going to add that upgrade? Yeah, that's most people's reactions. <laughs> if we have arm storage, we don't need cheek pouches. <laughs> Fair. Thank you very much, Grumtumbo Lemus. This was a very uh, fair trade, and I appreciate. Uh, you holding up your end of the bargain. As a business creature, it would not do me well to go back on a deal. Well, if anybody asks, I will give the I'll give you a, a, a glowing review. No, um, <laughs> five stars. <laughs> yeah, on, on, on pirate Yelp. On pirate Yelp. <laughs> Space, Space pirate, pirate Yelp. Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I will let them know that you are you are a a creature of your word. Is creature rude? He said it. Okay. They, excuse me. They said it. Okay, I'll let them know that you are a creature of your word. And we will take our leave. Bye. Actually, that just sounded like his voice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just has a star pearl in his cheek pouch. <laughs> okay, you're escorted out of the club, uh, which doesn't, appear, even though it's hours later, doesn't appear to be any more or less busy. There are different people here, um, but it seems to have like a level of capacity that it tends to stay at. 
So my plan is to head back to the ship and get this back to um, Captain as soon as possible. Hey, are we going to tell him we didn't use... Oh, sorry. <clears throat> hey, are we going to tell him that, <laughs> <laughs> that we didn't use his credit stick? I don't know. He asked us to buy it. We acquired it at, through no small expenditure of our own time and ability. I think we can discuss it with him uh, as requiring some form of payment, given that we did put our lives at risk uh, in order to, to get it. But Well, one of us did anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Go team. <Yeah. laughs> and he had to wear this ridiculous shirt. <laughs> <laughs> His pride is worth at least 10, 20 credits. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you get back and... You try, manage to track down Basilius. He is like lounging in his chamber, and as he buzzes you, and he gets up, and you can see him kind of his hands shaky as he tries to get to his feet. Uh, so, uh, how did it go? We we got what you asked for. Sparks? Oh yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> he he like wipes it on his shirt. He, he grabs a towel and throws it to you. Uh, it it falls like a good foot short, and he kind of like you see him kind of wince. Hmm. Yeah, hey, uh, you doing okay over there? Uh, I've been better, but if you could, you know, wipe that down and <laughs> hand it to me, that would be great. Oh, yeah. It's like, there you go. All right. Uh, once toweled off, he takes it and he kind of holds it reverently in both hands in front of him. And as he does so, you can see a little spark of light appear in the center of the star pearl. Hmm. And as it does, you can see another moat appear next to that and then another. And then they begin softly shifting, and the star pearl, instead of being a like pearlescent white, uh, now seems to kind of darken in color, save for these motes of light which are beginning to swirl, making almost like a galaxy pattern within. All your attention is drawn towards this oddity happening before you, and then you notice that his eyes and hair now have the same dark color and shimmering, swirling galaxy light within, and the hair seems to be getting blown by some unseen spectral wind in a like mad mop behind him hmm. the everything else also seems to darken like the whole room seems to get dimmer and dimmer all the light being pulled into the center of this swirling spiral galaxy and then a moment later the spiral fades and everything else brightens uh the pearl is now like matte and dull but the life is just restored to him uh where before he was like wan and sickly. Now he's hale and hearty. Uh, his face was drawn, but now it's flush. And a big smile goes across his face as he shakes his uh, crimson locks and just kind of tosses the now dull pearl to the ground where it lands with a soft thud. Oh my gosh, that's so much better. Wow, thank you, Dimash. That was excellent work. Marvelously done. Uh, whatever's left in the cred stick, keep it. Uh, consider a payment for a job well executed. Thank you. Thank you, Captain. Uh, Do you mind telling me what just happened? Yeah. He ate the pearl magic. <laughs> can Is that not obvious to everybody else? <laughs> can he tell us about it like us nine? <laughs> well, I mean, I won't bore you with the details, but he's long story short, tell he's right. Hmm. There are energy stored within star pearls that only a select few know how to tap. Oh, I was going to say, I wondered, I was about to ask if anybody could do that. Not really. I I mean, I don't mean to say that like I'm special and super unique in the galaxy, but I'm kind of special and medium unique in the galaxy. So, I mean, it's cool that we've been acquainted now, I suppose. Is this something we should keep secret? You can, 
Although, if you start talking about the restorative power of star pearls, you just sound like every quack huckster on the... I, yeah, I meant more f- to you in particular. Like, if Gianna asks me how how you were healed... Oh, no. Uh, your sister knows. Okay. She's been by my side since she came on board. Uh, a good number one is extremely important for a successful captain. Well, now that we have you restored, I assume... We once we get the ship fixed, I think we're all ready to to head home. Yeah. Yar. Oh, you're acclimating well. <laughs> yeah, uh, spent spent a lot of time with the pirates here. Got the t-shirt and everything. Got to know them intimately. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "I bet." Yeah. So, whenever you can get us back to Absalom, uh, I'm ready for it. But. It's your ship, and motions to you, Kerr, and also to you, Noemi. And so I'm at your disposal. If you need anything from me, I'm ready for action. Fabulous. All right, we'll give you your leave, and then we will leave. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm going to inquire with Kerr how much longer um, we expect the uh, repairs to take. So it was 1,000 credits for five days or 1,100 for two. How many days has it been? Just less one, than one, right? Yeah, it's been less than one. How many creds, like, is that physically, like, as fast as possible? Because we now have 50,000 creds. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go with the two days so that tomorrow it'll be done and then we can leave. Well, one thing to consider is we might be able to buy things here that we couldn't. Which, like, if we're going to have a shopping day, then that's our second day. And by the time we're done shopping, then we can go. Two birds, one stone. All right, but let's get a good night's sleep. <laughs> so as the crew tucks in, we will end for tonight. So thank you all for joining us on our adventure here. If you want to go ahead and get in touch with us, you can do so on Twitter, at DieByTheDice. If you want to email us, DieByTheDice at gmail.com is the best place to get a hold of us. And thank you for listening. Tell a friend, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.